So let me take it further. Is it possible in you guys' minds for someone to be a Christian in the eyes of God? Welcome to Christianarchy today with our uh, host Ethan and what's your name? <laughs> what's my... Great. I mean, this is going Samuel. fantastic. I'm Steve. I'm Steve. That's Steve. I'm Sean. <laughs> and uh, we are going to approach the topic of Christians. This is volume two. Christians who don't go to church. That was decided upon by Steve and uh, Ethan agreed to it. So let's talk about it. We talked about that topic. Uh, let's get into your perceptions before I want to lead this conversation down some uh, uh, the road with some questions. So mm-hmm. Christians who don't go to church, can you be? Are you as good of a Christian? Uh, what do you think? Uh, that's it. I think Christian, being a Christian is decided about your view of Christ. So you say that Jesus is my Lord and Savior, you're a Christian. If you're trying to practice the rules of the faith, practicing the biblical principles, then church is very important in that. Now, you don't have to, per se, but... (laughs) He's laughing because Eric is snoring. Already, look what you did. You put him to sleep. He was alive and well before you started talking. I'm, I'm going to blame your absolutely horrible <laughs> intro right there. <laughs> but um, I think church is an important aspect of it. Of course, you can worship God. You can have fellowship with others without going to a church building. But I think it is very important in practicing the Christian faith. Mm. Steve. Yes, I think a lot of times you can... Uh, think this is kind of like what you said but um you can be uh you can go to church or not go to church and be a christian but um what i was going to say is um i think sometimes even going to church can make you a worse christian because of judging everyone else you know based on them not going to church and learning the rules that you're supposedly supposed to be doing every day and judging all those that don't Mm. now if uh sally sue doesn't come to church one sunday then you you're judging her for not being there Mm. and um i think a lot of times that can be worse versus the person that may not go to church they might they won't have those they might not be judging these people i'm not saying everyone that doesn't go to church isn't judging people but you can Mm. think of an example of somebody that that that's a good point. You know, it we is. wouldn't have that problem. I, th- I think it really depends on your view of what church is, too, and Ooh. the type of church. So, like, uh, going to a Mormon church versus this church, um, you'll have two completely different views on what church the church is supposed to do, the role of the church, while you're going to church. But, yeah, I generally agree with the point you just made. One other thing, too, the question is, what do we mean by Christian? Because if you mean... The person that practices the most religion the best then you have to go to church to do that because by definition you you know you're not as religious you know what i mean you can't practice those religious ceremonies and things if you're not at the place where you have to be to practice them so let's ask this question then how does one become a christian because you got to understand how you you kind of touched on it ethan Mm -hmm. how we become a christian leads to whether going to church has anything to do with being a Christian or not? That's a really good question. So how do you become a Christian? I, I think that, like I stated a few minutes before, it's accepting Christ as your Lord and Savior. If okay. you accept the principles of Christ, if you accept 
Christ came down as God incarnate and he died for his sins, that makes you a Christian. Okay. Any addition or subtraction? Yeah. Um, <laughs> addition by subtraction. No. <laughs> I think, uh, I'm trying to think of the way to put this here. Um, well, maybe a question for you. Is that the only way to be a Christian, I guess? that's. I'm just thinking about the people that don't know Jesus' name. Oh, never okay. Heard well, that's, that's so different. I, might... I wouldn't consider them a Christian in that instance, but that has to do more with the salvation of an individual. Okay. I do not think if you've never heard the name Jesus that you go automatically to hell. That would seem like an unmerciful God in right. that instance. But being a Christian, that makes sense. Um, so I can imagine somebody that just has a Bible at home, never has never been to church, never wants to go to church, but has the Bible um, and loves Jesus. You know, I, I would consider them a Christian easily. And that's one of the things that this, this question is one of the questions I think I asked my mom when I was really young, just curious about it. And she actually gave me a pretty good answer, which is, yeah, I mean, there's very great Christians that don't even go to church at all, and they just have a Bible and read and, and believe and love. Hmm. So I think I maybe that's my bias going into this, but that's something that I th- think is important in the conversation because it's just easy for me to imagine that situation, you know, of somebody that has far greater faith than someone that goes to church every Sunday just to go. So let me take it further. Is it possible in you guys' minds for someone to be a Christian in the eyes of God, a Christian in the eyes of God mm-hmm. uh, who has never heard the name Jesus and does not have a Bible mm-hmm. and therefore has never stepped into a church? They are absolutely, but they acquiesce their heart to something greater than them, to the best of their knowledge, Mm -hmm. and they live by a spirit, which they don't know where it comes from, that leads them to love, in the agape sense of love. Could they be considered Christian, yay or nay? I think 100% yes. Steve says 100%. There is a question with our young ones. That's where I was kind of going (laughs) earlier. That's what I was sort of questioning. I mean, I think this comes specifically to definitions of it. As a person that is very strict on the literal meaning of things no however i do i do not think that they automatically go to hell but a christian means at least for me something very specific Mm -hmm. you accept christ as your lord and savior if you've never heard of that then it's the default mode you haven't accepted him right you haven't heard of him uh this that has nothing to do with their salvation that is one thing i do not know and i should not assume in knowing Mm. Got it. Well, but this is in God's eyes, are they a Christian? Right. Not That's in their said, eyes, right. are they a Christian? Because they don't know. So to God, he, he he's the one calling to them, and they're accepting his call in some way or fashion. So that would, I mean, I don't think God's saying the word Christian, you mm-hmm. know, as the name of what he is to somebody. But they're, if they're accepting it and he's giving it, then that seems just as valid as a, of a relationship as someone that, answers to the same calls in a church right yeah i I I can agree to you know what i mean yeah so that so we can agree that in a literal actual sense just speaking regularly that someone who accepts christ as lord and savior Mm -hmm. is a christian however there could be exceptions to that Mm -hmm. with people who do get the best that they can relative to god calling them Mm -hmm. and they may not have access to a bible or a church or anything else so that's how someone becomes a christian whether it's literally or uh, not directly. So then what? how does one 
continue to be a Christian. If, if Christian, Christianity, you didn't say the F word, but Christianity comes by faith, mm-hmm. right? It's by faith. So the person who doesn't even know the name of Christ is saying, I'm trusting whatever you are saying, I'll do it, right? Mm-hmm. But in the literal sense, they're saying, okay, by faith, I receive Christ. So once you receive Christ by faith, how do you continue to be a Christian? Because this lends to our question of Christians who don't go to church. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how do you so, continue? I, I think that this is where the Holy Spirit plays its most important role. Okay. If you accept Christ, you're in... You, you start getting your life together or, or, or whatnot, the circumstances that you're in, how do you maintain this relationship with Christ? How do you grow in faith? And this is where reading scripture, going to church becomes its most important. If you develop community, if you de- develop a sense of relationship with Christ Jesus, if you know, if you dive into the New Testament or the Old Testament to learn more about God and the, the theological aspects, that's how you maintain the faith-based relationship with Christ. Okay. I would say um, the most important thing is your, um, you know, the faith that you're growing in your faith in some meaning or fashion, whether you have a Bible in front of you or you're going to a church or, um, you know, or you don't have the Bible um, like we were talking about earlier. But sort of to also go way back to what I was originally saying is that you can, for some people like myself, um, when I was going to a church, I didn't have any really churches that helped me grow very much a lot of uh, like in the evangelical christian world a lot of it was sort of causing me to be a worse christian by going to that church so it's not doing me any good learning about these things but getting distracted by everything else that's irritating to me or just just you know drawing from what god is to me versus reading the word directly or going out and loving directly or, um, you know, doing it that way, listening to the spirit and, and things of that nature. So I think it depends on the person, what, what is best for them. And, um, yeah, because I mean, for church, probably that's the best way for a lot of people, maybe even most people, um, because they're hearing the word directly and it's just, you know, they're gaining, getting better tools to learn, um, and, and grow in their faith and, and learn how to love people. But, for others, maybe being at home and not having to be in that, you know, show of this and that and and distracted by other people and all the drama that goes into church and gossiping and that, that could be detrimental to a lot of people sometimes mm. too. And yeah. maybe that's just churches not, you know, not doing their part. But You guys bring yeah. up some really good points because um, you're like on the one hand, the church is beneficial because if we come to, we become Christians by faith, then anything that sustains and helps faith grow and increase is going to be beneficial. Mm-hmm. However, church, as you pointed out, can be antithetical to faith yeah. mm-hmm. and can actually lead to faithlessness. Mm-hmm. So do you guys agree that it's possible then for somebody to be a solid uh, Christian and not ever not go, and go to church? Of course. Yeah. 100%. 100%. So what do we say to those who will watch this show uh, who will disagree with that? People say, no, you've got to go. I know a guy. He, he, tell, he says, my daughter, she was raised in the faith. She doesn't go to church. That's her only thing. She doesn't go to church. Mm-hmm. She's not a Christian. I, I can tell you his name. I'm not going to say it. So is that a true statement? 
if she's not, but if she is a Christian and has been had her faith in God her whole life Still and, does. and loves people or, and lo- you know loves her, yeah, she's a Christian for sure. I think we have to be very careful with us as human beings living in this world and God, the ultimate judge. We have to be very careful with how we label each other. And this is something; it's just a general problem in society today. Uh, of course, she's still a Christian if she believes the precepts of Christianity. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then what do churches, since the question was, are you a Christian if you don't go to church? Or do, Can Christ, you be? Christians don't go to church. What do the churches, the institutions say to people who don't attend? Collectively, typically. Uh, oh, what do they say or what should they say? What do they say? Oh, they do say... They're uh, failing. Come, they, yeah, they say come here and... Uh, and be better with God. And right. if you're away from here, you know, you can't, you're not going to be better off. You know, Which according to your off. statement may or may, may not be true. They can come there and become worse with God. They can come there and find fellowship and grow in faith and better with God. Yes. But nevertheless, the usual thing churches say is what? They're backslidden. They I, need to show to church. You, you mm-hmm. know, I'm going to, I'm going to back good, up just good, a second. Do it. Uh, I, I was watching Richard Dawkins' documentary, The God Delusion, and he made this pretty funny statement, and it's kind of true, that churches are on the same block and they're competing with each other for, for their money, mm-hmm. right? And it depends on the church's mindset of their goals. The church that I go to now, I think it's a very good, respectable church. However, I've been to churches that are, and you criticized one of them uh, on your show, uh, what was it? South Mountain oh, Community yeah. Church. <laughs> Thanks for bringing it up on this show. Yeah. So, um, there's what a, was the criticism? I, I forgot. It it's was all a, about money. Is, so go yeah, ahead. It was a few months ago, uh, and I never noticed that. And then I'm like, oh no, I can't go there anymore. Sean's criticizing <laughs> yeah, it. Right. Um, but it it depends on the mindset of the church and the ultimate goals of the people that run it. Hmm. Uh, if I were to not to show up to my current church, it's closed down because of COVID. But if it was open and if I were not to go, it's big enough to where they won't notice. Ooh. But at my at the church that I attended before that, it's it's smaller than this church, so they would notice. Mm. The difference is is how much money are you still giving them? The attendance, you being there in person, doesn't necessarily matter. When you hit them financially, that's when it matters. And that will really test the actual spirit and the actual mindset of the pastors. Mm, yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. The, the thing with that too, Ethan, is that attendance to church is one factor by which pastors determine how much money is coming in. Mm-hmm. The more people showing up, the better likelihood you're going to have more money coming in. Yep. Yep. So they liken attendance to church to being a good Christian. Mm-hmm. And at funerals, we'll say, Oh, Uncle Joe was a great Christian. He went to church every Sunday. That's what we say. (laughs) But I think Steve brings up a really good point that sometimes um, some of the worst people on earth uh, can attend church every Sunday relative to the Christian ethos. And uh, the best people, sometimes the best Christians on earth may never step foot in them because they've been burned. And I think that's something that that needs to be brought up in this discussion mm-hmm. because we have an audience that, that shows Christianarchy today and it's saying uh, Christ is preeminent. He is first. Mm-hmm. That is first. Not religion. Not this. And so, but I want you to debate it if you think differently. Now, like you said, pointed out, it's a tool. And I think both of you said that, that it, mm-hmm. it can be beneficial. 
and fellowship. And so like here at campus, I enjoy being here. You hear different views and things Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. But the money factor and the law factor are two things that really trouble me about institutionalized church. And let me Mm -hmm. just ask you about that. You mentioned money. Let's talk about the law. That means the rules. Mm -hmm. When you establish rules among a people, you are going to establish what Steve brought up, and that's judgment. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if it's important from the pastor's position to have you attend the church, uh, and people don't attend, judgment comes in, right? If it's important for the pastor that pe- that women wear dresses, that uh, whatever the thing is, law comes in. And when law is present, you have a death to the spirit and a death to love. Do you understand that concept of what I'm trying to say? I, I believe I do. Okay. So I think at times material religion is antithetical to love because it's based in law Mm -hmm. when you get a group of people together you have to create rules and laws and the pastor has to keep things going the way he wants it according to how he interprets the bible but when you do that you automatically cause division Mm -hmm. which is antithetical to love so how do you if you understand me how do you would you approach that you know, we're, we're trying to say church is good, church is beneficial, it can help with faith, but if in the end it winds up becoming a place of judgment for, for most people in there, unless people are perfectly conforming, what do we say to that in this idea of Christian Christians who don't go to church? I honestly have no idea, because I think it is a, a I think it is inevitable that it will happen eventually in churches. You, you can see this. We can take plenty of examples of how it can happen. You, you can take ancient Rome and how they used to be a republic like we are today. But eventually, Julius Caesar came in and took power. It happens. Men have the mentality to eventually take power and gain as much power as possible. And so that, then is Church of God? I think that will happen in every church that is based on, uh, on a... It's a really good question. And a good philosophy. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a difficult question to answer. But I think it all comes back to the same concept eventually because men just cannot control themselves in their current state. So we are going to form cliques and groups. We are going to establish laws. And we are ultimately, as a church, going to somehow alienate people, judge them, and, uh, and everything else. I think it's inevitable. We're going to stop with this episode, Volume 2 of Christianarchy Today, with Ethan, Ethan and Steve. I created a word. Remember name this time. I created a word, Ethan. <laughs> Even Stephen. <laughs> Ethan Stephen. <laughs> Even Stephen. And join us next week as we continue uh, the second part of this important discussion. Out! Out! <laughs>